He is risen. We are here this morning celebrating Easter because we believe that that is true. We believe that Jesus is alive, that he's not in a grave, that he is living and he is alive. And as a result, this morning on this Easter, we get to celebrate baptisms. Each one of these people, there are going to be four of them, each one of these people have declared that Jesus is Lord and they believe in their heart that God has raised Jesus from the dead. So they believe that they have life and they are gonna publicly declare that before each of you this morning. Now I said we celebrate because we're gonna celebrate. Yes. Which means that we are encouraging you to clap. We are encouraging you to hoot. We are encouraging you to holler. We are encouraging you to do whatever you do when you celebrate. Because this is a celebration. This is Mia, and she's going to share part of her testimony. Good morning. My name is Mia Powell, and I'm 15 years old. I grew up in a Christian home, and I've always loved Jesus. But since I entered high school, I started to prioritize school over God. I was very focused on grades for the first semester of school, and I tried my best to please everyone during the day. It was exhausting, and instead of reading my devotional book, I would go right to bed. Until one day, I read a devotional that spoke about how you not only need to rest physically, but also spiritually. As I read this, a light came on in my head, and I realized that I need to spend time with God, or I will be stuck in a cycle of constantly being tired. Now I know that I need to take the time to be with God. I also know that God will be with me even when I am stressed about anything, and will help me through the hard times. I trust God with all my heart, and I thank him for staying with me, even when I'm starting to drift away. My favorite verse is Isaiah 41, verse 13. For I am the Lord your God, who takes hold of your right hand and says to you, do not fear, I will help you. Mia, have you placed your faith and trust in Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins? Yes. Do you renounce Satan, this world, and your own evil desires and commit to follow Jesus alone? Yes. Now, my sister, because of your testimony of faith, it's my privilege to baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, buried with Jesus in likeness of his death, raised to new life in him. This is, Eliza. this is Eliza, and she's going to share a testimony. Hi, my name is Eliza Kromke. I was saved after I got into a fight with my sisters. I was praying to God, and I was thinking that I don't want to keep going on sinning. I thought to myself, if I want God to help, I must ask Jesus into my heart. And so that is what I did. I asked him to be my Savior and to live in my heart. In that moment, I became a Christian. I think everyone 
Men should accept Jesus as their Savior so that they can go to heaven like me. I want to, bapt- to be baptized because I want to show people that I am Christian and I want a closer relationship to God. The Bible passage I want to share is Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd, I lack nothing. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He refreshes my soul. He guides me along the right paths for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the darkness, darkest valley, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely your goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Eliza, have you placed your faith and trust in Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins? Yes. Do you renounce... Satan, this world, and your own evil desires, and commit to follow Jesus alone. Yes. Now, my sister, it is my privilege, because of your testimony of faith, to baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Buried with Jesus in likeness of his death, raised to new life in him. Elise, you can share your testimony, Elise. My name is Elise Cabizna, and I am 12 years old. I decided to be baptized because I want Jesus in my life to lead me to goodness and to him. One of my small group leaders taught us that when you are baptized, Jesus comes into your life, and I thought about it and told my mom that I want to be baptized and follow Jesus and and glorify him. Eloise, have you placed your faith and trust in Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins? Yes. Do you renounce Satan, this world, and your own evil desires and commit to follow Jesus alone? Yes. Now, my sister, because of your testimony of faith, it is my privilege to baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, buried with Jesus in likeness of his death, raised to new life in him. This is Hallie, and she's going to share her testimony. Haley, sorry. It's okay. Hello, my name is Haley Eisenbarg. I grew up in a Christian home with loving parents and was baptized as a baby. Around age eight, my mom read a small book to me which explained salvation. That children's book quoted many Bible verses, and among them was Romans 10, 9 through 10. 
If you openly declare that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For it is by believing in your heart that you are made right with God, and it is by openly declaring your faith that you are saved. It was then that I first declared my love for Jesus Christ. Even though I accepted Jesus as my Savior, as I grew older, my relationship with Christ stunted. I was half-hearted about reading my Bible, and at times, uh, at times my prayer life was non-existent. I struggled with depression and sometimes self-medicated with alcohol. I was stuck inside myself and was constantly on that search for someone to understand me or something to fill me up. Even in the years when I was distant from him, he never left me. God blessed me with a husband and four healthy children. I eventually joined Bible Study Fellowship, and this has helped me tremendously understand the power of being in God's word and prayer. Every year, I pick one word to focus my prayer life around. This year's word is desire. I want God to change my heart, to be genuine in my faith, not out of duty or obligation. Through prayer, God has grown within my soul a desire to want what he desires. This past Thursday, I turned 40. There have been highs and lows throughout all those years, Yet one constant remains, God. I now understand more than ever, he alone makes me whole. Psalms 139 verse 1 states, Lord, you have searched me and known me. Not only does he know me, but he loves me, even when I'm unlovable. Zephaniah 3 verse 17 reminds us, The Lord your God is with you, the mighty warrior who saves he will take delight in you with gladness. With his love, he will calm all your fears. He will rejoice over you with joyful songs. I am here in obedience to Christ that I might glorify and magnify him. My testimony and my baptism is a symbol of my commitment to Christ that I may follow him all of my days. Haley, have you placed your faith and trust in Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins? Yes. Do you renounce Satan, this world, and your own evil desires and commit to follow Jesus Christ alone? I do. Now, my sister, because of your testimony of faith, it is my privilege to baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, buried with Jesus in likeness of his death, raised to new life in him. This is Ellie Worrell, and she's going to share her testimony. Hi, I'm Ellie Worrell, and I'm 11 years old. Two summers ago, when I was at Pine Ridge Bible Camp, I realized that I'm a sinner, and I need God to forgive and save me. My parents and my fifth, sixth youth group member leaders have also helped me to understand and accept God's gift of self 
salvation and to believe in him. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, submit to him and he will make your path straight. This is my favorite verse because it reminds me that we can trust God even when we don't understand. I've chosen to follow him by being baptized today to show the world that I belong to him. Amen. Ellie, have you trusted in Jesus for the forgiveness of your sins? Yes. And do you renounce Satan, this world, and your own evil desires and promise to follow Christ and Christ alone? Yes. Because you do, my sister, it is my privilege to baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, buried with him in the likeness of death, raised in the likeness of the resurrection. This is Lily Furman. Hi, my name is Lily Furman, and I am turning 11 next Sunday. I became a Christian and let Jesus into my heart when I was six. My mom was reading a Bible story before bed, and it was about hell. After the story, I asked her if I would go to hell. She told me if I believed that Jesus is the Son of God and died on the cross to save me from my sin, then I can live with him in heaven forever. Right then and there, I decided to ask Jesus into my heart after asking where the door on my heart was. <laughs> Knowing God helps me feel safe in a chaotic world because I know that he will not walk away from me and that he is the only one, he's the one and only God. I wanted to get baptized today because I want to feel closer to God and show him that I want to do what he says and follow his word, even when it's scary or hard. Another reason I want to be baptized today is because um, I was born on Easter morning at 5 a.m., which might explain why I'm at the 715 service. <laughs> A favorite Bible passage of mine is Psalm 139, verses 13 through 16. For you created my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. My fame was not hidden from you when I was made in the secret place. When I was woven together in the depths of the earth, your eyes saw me, my unformed body. All the days ordained for me were written in your book before one of them came to be. Amen. Lily, have you trusted in Christ Jesus for the forgiveness of your sins? Yes. And do you renounce Satan, this world, and your own evil desires and promise to follow Christ and Christ alone? Yes. Because you do, my sister. It is my privilege to baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, buried with him in the likeness of his death, raised in the likeness of his resurrection. And this is Julie Knapp. Good morning. My name is Julie Knapp. I've been thinking about baptism for a while. It's been difficult to overcome my fears to do this. My mom encouraged me to keep asking God for the courage to trust and obey. Surprisingly, God answered through Pastor Jim's sermon called Giving God Our Tears. 
Sometimes it's hard for me to stay focused during a long teaching, but God had me atten my attention when Pastor Jim showed how powerful a baby's cry is, not just in animals, but especially in humans. My ears perked up when we were asked to consider what Hagar felt like having to leave her son Ishmael. I was born in Ghana, West Africa, but I've been here in Grand Rapids for the past 10 years with my adopted family. We don't know any information about my biological family, not my birth mom's name, my birth dad's name, no sibling information, or how old I exactly am. What we do know is that around 13 months old, I was found crying in a bush by a woman walking for water. She picked me up and carried me over six miles to a hospital where I was cared for. With no name and no one coming to look for me, the nurse, nurses held me often and one of them ended up giving me her name, Juliana. It can be very hard for me to think about why the people that were supposed to leave me and take care of me in Ghana didn't want me. It's possible whoever left me in that bush could have felt just like Hagar. But I am grateful for the gift of a mom and dad and two sisters that love me and, this, and for this church family that has helped me feel like I belong when it's been a challenge to make friends and be accepted at school. When I talked about Pastor Jim's sermon with my mom, she helped me see that the, the God who will always love me had a woman hear my cry so I could be found. For me to now have this picture of God holding all my tears, every single one of them, it was enough for me to say I'm ready to obey, even if I'm still scared. A verse that's been a verse that's been helpful for me is first Peter five seven in the amplified version. Cast all your cares on him, for he cares for about you with the deepest affection and watches over you very carefully. Amen. Julie, my sister. Have you received Christ as your Lord and Savior for the forgiveness of your sins? Yes. And do you renounce Satan, this world, and your own evil desires and promise to follow Christ and Christ alone? Yes. Because you do, my sister, it is my privilege to baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Buried with Jesus in the likeness of his death. Raised with Jesus in the likeness of his resurrection. This is Becca, and she is going to share a bit of her testimony. Good morning. I'm Rebecca Lang. My initial interest in baptism started when my youth group had a message about it during my senior year of high school. Clearly, the message worked because not long afterwards, everyone in my youth group started getting baptized. I, however, chose to refrain at that time because I didn't want to just blindly follow the crowd. After moving away, uh, yeah, after moving away from home for college, my church changed a lot in terms of leadership and people attending. 
So even though I had the nudge to get baptized a number of times since that message in high school, my home church didn't really feel like home for me anymore. I've actually felt that way about my own home too, before and definitely after starting college. In fact, there were times in my life where I felt no one loved me or accepted me as I was. I really struggled growing up, having various undiagnosed and untreated disorders and struggles with sexual abuse, secret sins, and mental health at a young age made me truly become Christian, not just borrowing my parents' faith, but it was God who saved me from ending my life at 10 years old, despite accepting Jesus into my heart as a four-year-old. Luckily for me, God didn't have to continue to showing, going to such extreme measures to show me that he loves me because around that same time, my parents and teachers who worked together to help me get diagnosed and treated for one of the disorders with which I struggled. The treatment helped me a lot with school and relationships, but that secret, secret sin and sporadic sex, um, encounters of sexual assault throughout my life kept me in the chains of deep-rooted shame and self-hatred. Um, despite how kind and caring I was towards others, I was the opposite to myself. But I never told anyone about these struggles because I didn't have the words for what I went through as a kid. So I pretended I was okay, somehow became a major perfectionist and the class clown, and made it through the rest of school until I graduated high school and moved to Michigan for college. College and life beyond college is when my demons came back to haunt me, and they definitely brought friends. Now that I've joined a couple of 12-step groups and counseling for the aforementioned secret sin and other troubles that I have, I feel like I'm ready to put my past behind me and start anew. I have finally come to terms with the fact that I may always struggle with mental health in some ways, but it doesn't have to be as unmanageable as it has been. And even when it doesn't feel like it, God is always with me. My two favorite passages from the Bible are Matthew 11:28 through 30. Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, because I'm gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy to bear, and my load is not hard to carry. My second favorite passage is um, the Second Corinthians 1, 3 through 7. Praise be to God and the Father. I'm the Father of compassion, the God of all comfort, who comforts us in our troubles so that we can comfort those in any trouble with the comfort we ourselves receive from God. For just as we share abundantly in the sufferings of Christ, so also our comfort abounds through Christ. If we are distressed, it is for your comfort and salvation. If we are comforted, it is for your comfort, which produces in you patient endurance of the same sufferings we suffer. And with um, and our hope for you is firm, because we know that just as you share in our sufferings, so also you share in our comfort. Have you placed your faith and trust in Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins? Yes. Do you renounce Satan, this world, in your own evil desires? and commit to follow Jesus alone. Yes. Now, my sister, because of your testimony of faith, it is my privilege to baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, buried with Jesus in likeness of his death, raised to new life in him.
This is Austin, and she's going to share a bit of her story. My faith journey started very early when I was quite young. I had a vaccine injury that caused me to have seizures every day and lose my, my memory. My, I mean, my motor skills have memory issues and become nonverbal. Doctors told my mom I would not be able to take care of myself or have a normal life. They've diagnosed me with epilepsy and autism, and I had lots of therapies and special needs school. A lot of people prayed for me through the years, and I kept getting better and proving my doctors and discourages wrong. I had a lot of fear through all these things, and the fear grew as I was transitioning from all the therapies and support to become more independent. When I was eight, I was declared seizure-free and was gaining motor skills and language skills rapidly. And transferred to a public school, God brought people around me to support me and help me catch up. I didn't have any confidence and had a lot of anxiety because I was so far behind and couldn't do what everyone else in my class could do. My small group leaders at church encouraged me and helped me trust God and persevere through the tough times. I started turning my fears and anxieties over to God and believing his voice and who he said I was. When I look back at the past years, I can see God's faithfulness, and this gives me hope for the future. My life verse is 2 Timothy 1.7. For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and love and a sound mind. Take off your glasses. Have you stepped back off the step? Austin, have you placed your faith and trust in Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins? Yes. Do you renounce Satan, this world, and your own evil desires and commit to follow Jesus alone? Yes. Now, my sister, because of your testimony of faith, it is my privilege to baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Buried with Jesus in likeness of his death, raised to new life in him. This is Ethan, and Ethan's going to share a testimony. Hi, my name is Ethan, and I am eight years old. One night during evening devotions, I, when I was six years old, we were talking about sin. I asked my mom and dad questions about sin. I repented that night um, of my sin. I wanted to be baptized because I love Jesus, and I believe that he died on the cross and took my place so I could be with him in heaven. I believe that Christ Jesus is my Savior. Um, when I decided to be baptized, I was a little scared, but God is with me. My sister was also baptized. I told my friend at school about Jesus. I asked him, I asked him if he repented um, and if he deserved to die on the cross. My favorite Bible verse is John 3:16, For God so loved the world that he gave his only Son, and whosoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life.
Ethan, have you placed your faith and trust in Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins? Yes. Do you renounce Satan, this world, and your own evil desires and commit to follow Jesus alone? Yes. Now, my brother, because of your testimony of faith, it's my privilege to baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, buried with Jesus in the likeness of his death, raised to new life in him. This is my son, John. First off, this is something I've put off for too long. For a long time now, I've known that I needed to do and have chosen not to. I've been living for myself and have put off God. I've told myself that God can wait, but God decided he was tired of hearing the excuses, tired of the selfishness and the pride. Starting somewhere in college, I lost myself. The identity I had of being a follower of Jesus was lost somewhere along the way. Don't get me wrong, I went to church and when I was home and occasionally went at school, I'd tell people I was a Christian and I wore a cross necklace. When I went to church and college, I would always sit by myself because every Sunday without fail, I would know that I was broken and needed God. Most services, I would tear up thinking how broken I was, knowing the party and another sin needed to stop but then I would leave the service and still do what I wanted instead of listening to what God wanted. From age 18 up until December of last year, for six years, I had an incredible girlfriend, one of the most loving and most genuine women I know, and she loved me without fail. We had great times and we had not so great times. Some of the not so great were because of my sinful desires and my lack of leadership within our relationship. We were also living how we wanted to, not how God wanted us to. I was searching to fulfill my needs in the wrong places, I was an immature boy who wasn't ready to grow up and admitted I was broken. I was too proud. So in December of last year, she had had enough and we broke up. It was the rock bottom I needed to come to the realization I was not who I wanted to be and for my deep need for a relationship with Jesus. It is my belief that everyone has a longing and deep desire to be loved and fulfilled. I've tried to fill the hole in my heart with pornography, alcohol, drugs, you name it. Up until recently, I seem to try everything but Jesus. Everyone wants to be satisfied to fill, to fill that hole in us that just doesn't seem like it will ever be. I'm here to tell you that no matter what you try, no matter for how long or how much of it, nothing will ever be enough. The only thing that is enough is Jesus. I denied him for many years, yet at the end of the day, he was still there ready for me with open arms. I don't deserve it, and none of us do. But all we have to do is run to him and admit we are sinners and that we need him. Instead of my favorite Bible verse, I'd like to finish with a quote by C.S. Lewis. I heard this a few weeks ago while in the process of writing my testimony, and to me it's quite profound. He writes, if I find in myself desires which nothing in this world can satisfy, the only logical explanation is that I was made for another world. Thank you.
placed your faith and trust in Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins? Yes. Do you renounce Satan, this world, and your own evil desires and commit to follow Jesus Christ alone? Yes. Now, my son and my brother, because of your testimony of faith, it's my privilege to baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, buried with Jesus in likeness of his death, raised to new life in him.